Pull up in motorcades. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Oh, we live. It's a special edition of the Devin After Dark podcast. I have a special guest here with me, my brother Penner. Yo, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for letting me be here. We got some real nice shit to talk about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As always, it's going to be jam-packed with a lot of different topics today. If you haven't already listened to episode 10 with Penner and featuring G-Wiz, check that out. But today, special edition. Also with that, check out my YouTube page. It's my name. You're going to find that shit. Yep. Plugged by P. So, without further ado, what are we getting into today, brother? We're going to talk about Kevin Durant to the New York Knicks. I think it's happening this summer. I think it's going down. I think that it's been planned for quite a while now, and the media is hyping it up, and I see some for sure signs that this is going to happen. What do you think? Um, shit, I've always thought that he was going to go to New York for at least like a year or two. And uh, the reason is that is I feel like a lot of people want to play in New York. Like, it's so underrated. Like, mm-hmm. people want to play in Madison Square Garden. People from other countries, if they go to one stadium, it's a Staples Center or Madison Square Garden. So it's really kind of like home front of basketball. Exactly. And, and he also has signed a Rock Nation, and I think that has some shit to do with That has something to do with it. Yeah, I think that Rock Nation and uh, being affiliated with that is definitely impacting that move to New York. Um, I did see an article posted uh, from 1.37 p.m.'s uh, Instagram account, and they were saying uh, that he moved his uh, venture capital company, 35 Ventures, which has uh, investments in Acorns, Postmates, Coinbase, and those those line ba- bikes into a new office space in New York City. So if he's moving his investment companies to New York City, that's that's pretty huge too. So he's he's ready to make a move there, make a splash. So. Yeah, I agree. I think that he also moved his thirty five media there too. Yeah. His uh, media company, but his his agent uh, used to work with Jay. So I mean, it's all kind of like that little click. Mm. He's from Maryland, which is ba- like everyone in Maryland is so close to DC, New York. Yeah, I mean, and they just uh, they just valued the Knicks at what four four billion dollars or something like that. Like a couple weeks ago, they were saying that that's like the biggest market. And obviously it is. I mean, there's a lot going on out there. So, dude, I, I'm with it, bro. If they could pair up KD and Kyrie, that's what the that's what the media is saying. They're going to get Kyrie in there with them. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. But get So Kyrie, bro, I think he's going to the Knicks with KD. Uh, they've been saying that for a while. I think the more like key thing is that KD... When he moved his office, that's kind of like when LeBron picked schools. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's his way of saying, yo, this is an early start to what I'm going to do. So it's kind of like the little hint. It's kind of like when uh, he went to L.A. and his son enrolled in a school there. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're just putting all your eggs into the basket. And you're just, like, getting ready and setting up your moves for where you're going to go next. You feel me? Like, you're just planning ahead of time. And I think that's what we're seeing with this whole, like, KD situation. And I guess we just going to have to see in the summer, bro. Um, see <laughs> if they really want to be messing with James Dolan and all those guys, those owners of the New York Knicks and stuff. Because, like, the track record in New York, man. You remember in, uh, what, 2011 when um, Carmelo came there and they ended up signing Amari Stonemeyer and all that? That didn't work out. 
So maybe this is the time that it's going to work out where shit. But I think maybe we'll see more... it. Maybe we'll see the New York Knicks back on top. Who knows? I think it's more like people aren't focused in New York. True. There's a lot going on. Like, <laughs> high demand, like, <laughs> big city. Bro, like, you can do everything there. Feels... There's got to be a lot of, like, album release parties and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of stuff going on out there. I mean, it's just like L.A. It's like the, the west. It's the east side L.A. You know what I mean? There's so many businesses, so many things to do. There's a lot of influential people that live in those areas. So, I feel like Katie also found out two things. One, I found out that if you're not doing music in L.A., like that's really what, or movies, that's all that's really there. For real. Like that's like what I've heard from a lot of people. Like if you're trying to get into that business, you gotta go there because that's what like the city's banked off of, surrounded by mm-hmm. all that. But the other thing I want to add, the second part, I don't think KD or Kyrie are happy. And that's why I don't think they're going to go. I think Kyrie, mm-hmm. as much as I want him to go, I think he wants to prove, like, yo, this is my team. He kind of wanted to do what Isaiah Thomas did with the Celtics. Ah, Just give me the rock. Point. I'll play some D. I'll play the worst defender out of the two guards. Mm-hmm. And then... I'll, I'll just get busy on the offensive end. Get busy. I'll drop 30 <laughs> a night. <laughs> He's dropping 30 a night right now with Steph and Clay. So, like, you can only imagine, like, if he gets his own team and he's doing his own thing. I, I'd like to see it. I want to I see KD do something different. And I think I think this New York oh, move will be good. Oh, you're talking about Kyrie. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, Kyrie's a dog. So, Kyrie. That's what I'm saying. Give him his <laughs> he own might team. be on the Nets. That's why I feel like he wanted the Celtics. Like, he wanted to be where, like, Isaiah Thomas had it. Like, yeah. yo, let me play some D. Man. And I feel like he's not with that glamour either. No, no. He's more to himself, and he wants to just be great. He's got that little Kobe mentality. But see, I realize. Here's my thing. Bit. Oh, my bad. What were you saying? He no, had the Kobe? He, yeah, he's got that Kobe mentality. You think James Harden has it more or Kyrie? Right now, James Harden does. Because he, he had to be out there on the court by himself with Chris Paul and Clint Capella out, and he was just... Balling. He's still streaking at 30 points right now. So, 30 points um, consecutively for, what, 31 now? So, I, I would say right now, I mean, James Harden's got more of that Kobe-like Mamba mentality. But you could see the dog in Kyrie, like, when you watch him play. That's a great debate I want. I like to have with people. I think Kyrie got more of the Kobe, though. I think, Co- like, James Harden, he's kind of more like a T-Mac. Like, Ky- yeah. you can mm-hmm. tell Kyrie don't fuck with people. Yep. <laughs> you can tell, like, it's just, uh, it's just me. Don't fuck with me. I'm going to get a bucket and stay out my way. James Harden, he is definitely more of a people person. He likes kind of being in front of the camera more, I feel like. I feel that. All right. So, KD to the Knicks. Confirmed. We got into some other shit, too, but whatever. The other thing with uh, KD and the Knicks, are, I think we got to add... Do you think who do you think they will play with them? Mm, like out of the uh, free agents that are uh, set for the summer, or just mm-hmm. like in general? In general, because the Knicks like they're not going to keep that team for if they bring KD in. Yeah, that team's a little. Hmm. I think DeAndre Jordan's going to resign a vet minimum deal, something like that. They're going to bring in Kyrie. I mean, they're going to bring in KD. My bad for that one max slot. 
and then they have another max slot. So if if they're not able to land Kyrie as well, um, I feel like maybe Kemba Walker, somebody like that. Um, I don't really know who KD like. KD ain't really cool with nobody like that. Like, so I think it's gonna be like KD's like LeBron move. Like it's gonna be secret. KD's gonna make his own team type shit. That's what I want it to be. The thing about KD is, after reading that article about his business venture, you can tell that like that's where he's been when he's like the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like when I seen they've been partners since twenty thirteen, and they both kind of came up together. Mm-hmm. But you can tell like oh when he's out the media, he's doing something business wise. Yep. So that's why I really I don't I think KD might look at it like how LeBron looks at LA. Oh. And like not take yeah. it that serious. Like yo, I'll play fifty games a, a season. If I get a bad injury, I'm not playing through it. You make a good point. Let's talk about this LeBron and uh, L.A. thing. Like how <laughs> I think the all lifestyle. the writing, yeah, like the lifestyle, like all the writing on the wall from earlier that everybody was saying, like, oh, he's going to L.A. just for business and all that stuff. I think it's all confirmed now because all his moves, like he's setting up all his moves. He's making chess moves right now. So you just see how, like how – they just announced that Space Jam 2. Mm-hmm. So that's set to release, what, uh, July 16th, 2021 or whatever. But that's besides the point. But, dude, that whole L.A. move, it's just for LeBron to become a mogul in the entertainment and business industry. And I think his game is getting, uh, getting a little bit questionable after that groin injury on Christmas. Like, he's... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's kind of hard for me to say. All right, so here's what I call it, though. That move to L.A., that's called the Chris Paul effect. The Chris Paul effect. As soon as he got there, he started doing all the Allstate commercials. Mmm. <laughs> all fun. of them. He'll go play a little role. And, uh... I learned that from watching Entourage. Like, to make a cameo or something, it's super convenient if you're in town. Think about how many people are in business in L.A. Like, so many people are going to drop by to see LeBron. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. He's hanging out with everybody, bro. That man. He's the greatest. But shit. I really got mixed feelings. Like, so as a Laker fan... I kind of like if he did it with any other if he did it with the Clippers, I would be way more satisfied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like create his own legacy, like with the franchise that hasn't won anything. No, because I don't think he's gonna win anything. Shit, yeah. I don't think he's gonna win another ring. <sighs> I hope he does. And I, I, I hope he does too. To see. LeBron is a great person, but here's my thing. Like I said with KD, he's not gonna go play through another injury. Like as soon as he got mm-hmm. hurt, it's over. But he's yeah. like, yo, I'm hurt. If I feel any pain, I'm going to just go and do this little album with 2 Chains." <laughs> yeah, he's A&R in that 2 Chains album that drops March 1st. March 1st. Rapper and, go to the league. And the shop drops the same day. And the shop. Yeah, who's who's on the shop? I just saw a tweet. It was like... Uh, Antonio Brown. Yep. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Anthony Davis. 2 Chains, And Meek Mill. And I don't know, what's the Carmichael show? I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's Anthony Carmichael. Ah, so he's on there too. 
mm-hmm. and Mav Carter, of course. Oh, that's kind of interesting. He's his Cassie's got A B and Anthony Davis. Like those are the guys that were all up on the the media for like trade um, rumors and stuff. Like A B wants to get traded from the Steelers, and then uh, Anthony Davis wants to get traded from the Pelicans. So that's kind of weird how they got them on there. I'm hyped for that, dude. I don't know if they're gonna talk about that though. I think it's just a draw to get people to watch the shop, just because. I kind of wish the shop was just one on one with LeBron for like twenty minutes with each one of these people because I yeah. feel like he doesn't get to ask like enough questions. Yeah, I feel like Mav Carter is kind of like the host. I feel like it's Mav right. Carter's show, and Me LeBron's too. there so the other people will come. Yep. That's true. It looks like that too. Like, cause Mav Carter is the only one that's really like talking lebron just kind of throws in i like that that style though but that'd be cool like that's a good idea like sit down like type interview like chilling with lebron like one-on-one like as opposed to like having all these different personalities together because like at the end of the day like nobody's really going to get off exactly what they want to talk about if they're all together so like but i'm hyped for it and i've always said like you get more conversation when you're with like two or three people than when you're with eight yeah, if you were eight, like, the whole group is, like... Like, it'd be different if it was, like, a conference meeting and you guys had, like, yep. seen each other, but I don't think a lot of those people have talked to each other. Yeah, not, like, in a while. Like, they always run into each other, like... I feel like in this... <laughs> like, in this realm of, like, like these A-list Jimmy celebrities... Like, I don't ever talk yeah, to each other. like, these A-list celebrities, like, sometimes, like, they'll just, like... They know each other, but they don't know each other, like, at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll run into each other at some certain event, and that's about it. And I have like, they little, dapped up each other once or twice. And I have a theory where, like, rappers don't dab each other up because it's like, yo, you yeah. introduce yourself to me as a fan. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So you could use that as smoke later. Yep. Like, I'm about to get your ass. Don't yeah. do that to me. Like, that's why I feel like a lot of celebrities, they be in the same room with someone. Yep. That's why I feel like when people are, like, super happy, like, that's how they engage in a lot of stuff. Exactly. Like, oh, Chris Brown, he's wilding at this party. I'm going to get him <laughs> on a hook. Yeah, like, they just go based off the energy they see. Like, I, I, I agree with you on that rapper thing. Like, I feel like they got, like, this aura to them where, like, if if you, like, come up to them, like, acting all sweet, like how you said, mm-hmm. that's, like, fuel for beef later. Like, if something yeah. happens, like, like they could be like, oh, you was on my saying. dick last time. <laughs> like, you like, dap me up at the club trying to get me, I hang out with these girls. I <laughs> dap you up with these girls. Yeah, bro. Uh, I know you've seen that Drake and Joe Budden thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was... Uh, well, like a long time ago, right? Yeah, like 10 years ago. Yep, yep. When like, uh, So Drake, Far Gone was first. He was like, yeah. Uh, Shout out So Far Gone. 10 years So Far Gone. That was the first time people were saying Drake was going to be better than Wayne. Yeah. Well, he, he made it like that. Lil Wayne hyped that up. Like, he made it like that. That's why he's got all those features on So Far Gone. Because it's literally like, yo, he's going to take the crown. Like, let's get it. But uh, yeah, that Joe Budden shit that I was talking that you were talking about, like wasn't he like standing outside? I don't know anything about that. I he listened was to Joe Budden podcast. He was Drake was like, yeah, that uh, that's my favorite CD, Mute Music. I got it in my car right now. It's one of three CDs I play it all the time. Mm. And like I got that on video now. That is straight fuel. Yeah, exactly. But um, I want to really let you get back to that LeBron topic because we got a little off it. Oh yeah, yeah, we did, we did. You know, I, we segueing all the way through, just going with the flow. I just really, potting. Just I'm, potting. I'm going to just get off That's what it. I wanted to say first. Uh, I really do like how a lot of these athletes are taking business aspects now, trying to grow something. I love it. 
Like, I think yo, that's the right way to move. So, the right way to move. Something more than sports. Because any team, mm-hmm. like, I feel like LeBron could go to the Magic, and if they pay him for 40 games, if he plays 40 games, he's going to bring the fans there. Exactly. So he don't got to do all, everything like all these other players got to do. Yeah. But uh, with that A&R, I kind of got mixed fi- feelings about that 2K, 2K shit. I think it's going to be fire, but it's going to definitely be a little bit, like, mainstream. Like, I hope it doesn't take away, like, the fact that LeBron is A&R and 2 Chainz thing. Like, I'm just hoping that it doesn't take away 2 Chainz's own style. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to be, like, it seems, like, different. You know what I mean? Like, I want it to be an actual 2 Chainz, like, project. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it might, it might switch it up a little bit because, like, you know, LeBron has connections everywhere. Like, I heard, uh, I saw some random tweet, you know, um, one of the hip-hop outlets put it out. But it's supposed to have, you know, the usual suspects, Lil Wayne, Young Thug, and Travis Scott on there. So, I, I, obviously, LeBron seems like he's got it all under control. <laughs> from, so, From we'll the see. celebrities that I listen to, I've heard that it is fire. Mm. That it is fire. My whole thing is... <laughs> Why LeBron act like he invented the deluxe uh, album? <laughs> right. <laughs> Bro, Two Chains got like four of them bitches. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, dude, the, dude, we're gonna come with the fourteen, and then we're gonna hit them with the sixteen. <laughs> the sixteen. But I tell you what, when LeBron puts his stamp on that for the A and R, and that album releases, it's gonna do a lot of numbers sales wise, I believe. I think I think just that draw, just to see, like regardless if people like it or love it or whatever, people are gonna listen to it just because of that now. So he's oh, yeah. even tapping into a bigger fan base. Two Chainz already popular. He's already underrated MC. So I like this move a lot because I feel like, like you said, LeBron's putting his stamp on it. But mm-hmm. it, I, like when we made the list, I think Two Chainz is an underrated rapper. A hundred percent. So when he gets some of his songs start going, they're going to look into his old discography. Yep. That's a huge point. I feel like as soon as this drops, like people are going to realize how dope 2 Chains really is. Like they already know, but like this is going to be that boom. Like he's fucking fire. So they're going to go back to his old stuff like Pretty Girls Like Track Music. That's going to start hitting for more people Imagine. even uh what's that what's that first one he uh he has that mixtape with Kylie that Kylie Grove shit with Lil Wayne oh yeah uh, based on a true story he has that song Duffel Bag Boy and Lil Play Wayne just sang the hook they mm-hmm. don't remember Titty Boy Titty Boy that's the stuff they're gonna two necklaces with. like he was on Young Money when they were hot yeah Bro, that, oh man, I remember being young listening to that Duffel Bag Boy. They used to play it on the radio on WJLB. I used to hear that in the car. I'm like, what is this? Let's play a circle. But I love the song because Lil Wayne was on it. Lil Wayne was, at that time, he was a glorified superstar. Make an argument for that. Who do you think reached out to who when it came to the LeBron and uh, 2 Chainz aspect? Honestly, I think LeBron reached out to 2 Chains. I think so, too. I think LeBron literally was like, I liked your last album. I feel like you deserve more recognition. Mm-hmm. Let me show you some love. Yeah. I feel like... Exactly like 2 that. 2 Chains, like, because I wanted to get on this point from before, I feel like 2 Chains ain't listening to LeBron, like, as before. Like, he's trying not to be judgmental. 
Right. <clears throat> like, I feel like LeBron wants to put his hand in music without making music. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that's cool. Yeah, I feel like he literally reached out to 2 Chainz and was like, let's elevate your stardom a little bit. Like, let me just put my stamp on this and uh, let's get together. Like, I see the potential, honestly, for, like, stardom. Like, because, like, realistically, let's be real. Like, 2 Chainz, he doesn't have that, like, worldwide recognition that he, like, should. You know what I mean? LeBron's worldwide recognized, so... You know, he's just elevating it. Like, everybody's got to have that one uh, guy in their corner that could elevate their game. You feel me? So, it's one of those scenarios. See, I, I kind of feel different because I feel like Two Chains has great work. 100%. About five years ago, I think he was a household <laughs> name. And I feel like that's cool. You're not a household name no more. Fetty Wap was a household name. Two Chains is way better than Fetty Wap, but it's just that when you get your height, you're not always going to... There's a peak for a reason because it's at the top. Yep. What are you going to get? I think he's just trying to make Two Chains like a whole, like or, or an, an artist that has longevity. Yep. And he has had longevity. It just hasn't been recognized. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So this is going to be that recognition that he needs, you know? To elevate him up there in that top tier. I said this the other night. I'm going to break news. I feel like I'm one of the first one to say it. Breaking LeBron, news. LeBron healthy. He's super healthy. The most healthy athlete I've ever seen in my life. Best one in I'm shape. Saying. If like we put him if we put him with Moss and all of them, it's really going to be hard. Hard, But I want it like in a skills competition, all sports, he's probably going to kill it. He could go up oh, with yeah. Deion Sanders and all that. Deion Sanders is probably my number one. In his prime, definitely. Yes. He played in a World Series and a football game in the same week. In the same. And in the same day. It. Yeah, yeah, the same day. But played I think his he baseball played game, got the plane, games. played prime time. That's why they call him prime time. <laughs> Jumped on the plane, went straight to the football game. <laughs> but Cowboys, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it was the uh, Falcons. Falcons? Oh, see. We're too young. I'm too young to know that for sure. Anyone else who hasn't seen it, uh, there's ESPN 30 for 30 on it. I just watched it like a week ago. just dropped. I need to watch that. It's super hype. I've been meaning to check that out. But what I wanted to get back to is LeBron's being so healthy. I think that he will go and wait till his son hits the NBA. Mm. His son might go to UCLA so he could live out by him for one year. That'd be cold. And then he gonna so they're going to be at each other's games. Training with the Lakers, and I would literally, if I was LeBron, LeBronny Jr., I would sit there and be like, I'm not playing for anyone else but my dad. I'm not even going to go to your tryouts. I'm not going to work out with you guys. Why? Because <laughs> even if you don't get drafted, everyone on that team is now an option. Because he'll trade whoever to play with his son, and they'll be the first people to play with each other. Yeah. Father, son. That'd be legendary. That would for sure be the first uh, father-son duo. In a Kuz- professional sport, right? Mm-hmm. Kuzma, all of them, you guys are gone. Ingram, you're gone. <laughs> like, Just calling him out. <laughs> when, his, when his son's coming, it's over. It's super over. How old is he right now? I don't even know. He's like between 14 to 16, right? He's older in high school, ain't he? I think he might be a freshman in high school. I ain't gonna lie. But we gotta uh, fact check that real quick. We gonna hit the computer real quick 
Google. I'm about to actually uh, pull it up. Bronny James. 14. 14. I told you. I knew it was like in that realm. So he's a freshman in high school. So, all right, LeBron signed a four-year contract with the Lakers. So when Bronny Jr. is 18, he may be eligible to be in the NBA. They just did that proposal. Like, they just released it that uh, the NBA is working to change the minimum age from 19 to 18. So eliminating one and done so they could come straight out of high school. So he might not even have to go play at, like, say, UCLA. Like, he might just be able to come straight out of high school and go straight on to the straight on to the squad that drafts him, which would most likely be the Lakers. And I don't say the Lakers have to draft him, but, like, if I was him, I wouldn't work out or train with any other team. Why would I? Right. But the thing is, like, it's, it's like, all... <sighs> the like, best way to get him is to draft him, because, like, you would have to have, like, all the other owners and... GMs like cooperative to like <laughs> trade trade Brownie Jr. to the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like you actually the strings. Don't. I mean, the what strings about, that Magic Johnson would have to pull. What about with Eli Manning when he didn't want to play with the Chargers? He just sat there and didn't go up. Yeah. So hmm. I'm saying, like, I was just saying, like, I wouldn't even look for another team. The Lakers, and it's in my hometown, and my dad plays there. Hmm. Raps. Raps. And I really don't think LeBron want to play like. That much longer after. Nah. Because then what, how old would he be then? Four years, he'll be uh, 37. So then if he plays two years... Wait, no, he's like... 35 or 33. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, we got a fact check. We about the fact check for y'all real quick. LeBron James is 34. 34. Alright, so it'll be 38 when that so that's time saying. comes. He'll be like yeah, he'll still have like two, three seasons left for sure, easily. And here's the thing, like I said earlier, he's not playing injured anymore. That's over. He got his ring. He brought Cleveland a ring. He got one in Miami. He, he got two in Miami. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. My other thing about the ring that I was bringing out earlier, the Warriors, they're going to disband a little bit. KD, he's leaving for sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they still went. Curry got another ring in him before Brown does to me. Oh, well, yeah, he' about to win this year. <laughs> Talking shit. Uh, Even after this, where year. does this leave Clay Thompson? You think Clay Thompson's gonna stay, he's, or you think he's, he's gonna he's staying. go? I hope he does. I think him, Steph and, and Clay should play the for their whole career together. Who? Steph and Clay. I think they should stay together for their whole career. I think and Draymond. And Draymond too. I think it's done through. Shout out to Saginaw real quick, but off real quick, uh, Draymond Green, they had their best defense before them. He was a defensive player of the year there. He's got robbed for defensive player of the year. There. He did. Last couple years, right? It was really just that one year, but mm. um, he got player of the year when they were on that 73-9 team, and he started starting the year that they won the championship. But I feel like... The reason I don't want them three to break up is because he made the best point, and he said if he leaves, he's basically going to be doing the same role mm-hmm. unless he goes to a garbage team. And, th- and that's kind of how I feel about Draymond, too. I feel like out of him and Curry, the three, the only one who would really do better and worse is Draymond. He would score more because, like, that's not an option for him, and that's what's taking away Clay's points because KD's there. Like, so he would definitely score more, but his defense wouldn't be there. That's really how I feel. Like, I don't feel like any of those three will ever leave 
Unless, because, like, why would they even want to play for a bad team? Like, Draymond, he's from the hood. He probably loves it out there in Oakland. Yeah. It's probably so nice here and shit. He still comes back. Shout out Draymond, but it's got to be nice as fuck there. For sure it is. I've been there before. <laughs> and, like, I feel like it's kind of where people got to just learn how to settle. And, like, they kind of got to know where they fit from. Like, I'm still mad that Vince Carter, that he went to the Hawks. Yeah, I don't understand that move either. Because I don't even think just he's from Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. He should have went back to Toronto. Or uh, or went and got himself a ring. I think he should have went to the Warriors and just took a veteran minimum. Yep. I think... Yeah, I feel like nobody would be mad if, if <laughs> Vince Carter just took a vet minimum for a championship. Like, that's like an acceptable move. <laughs> like, yo, Vince Carter's about to sign with the Warriors this year. All right. We're about to win a championship so Vince Carter could have his first championship. Then he'd be solidified. And, and he didn't even have like a super fat contract either. Yeah. Like, get Colin Sexton them the fuck out of there. I don't know why Vince Carter was there. Yeah. Like, oh, you mean Trey Young? <clears throat> what? You mean Trey Young on the Hawks? You well, said yeah, Trey Young. Yeah. <clears throat> like, yeah. I don't want to see that shit. Vince Carter was such a good player to watch growing up. He just does it for the love of the game. I I'm think. saying, though, no. what do you think he's looking for now? I don't even know, dude. I think they just put him on, like, he's just going to team so he could be that vet in the locker room. He's a good locker room guy. So he could just, like, show these young guys how to be professionals and stuff. But, like, that, that specific team, like, <laughs> why that team? I agree with that. There's a lot of players who, like, Kwame Brown, he wasn't a great player, but he's a great locker room player. Yeah. Somebody that's just seen it all, done it all, like, but whether But Vince Carter gets good minutes. Yeah. That's what my whole thing is. 25. You can get 18 on the Warriors. Uh-huh. Yeah, he could be like Iguodala. And then just do, yeah. He ain't that good defensively, is he? I don't even know. I don't remember. I never looked at him as a liability. Right. I mean, that's kind of more what I look at. Yeah. Now there's just a lot of scores. There's a lot, not a lot of people that can play defense and know how to move right. Hmm. Yeah, I think this car should have went and got him a ring. This might be his final season now. I heard he was supposed to be, and that's why, but... He never... He's always, like, low-key about that. That's my whole thing. What's up with the Hawks, though? Like, why them? Like, they of didn't have teams. anyone special. I don't even know who their coach is. Who is their coach? They love... They got... They don't got Mike Budenholzer anymore. They got, uh... I forgot his name, but... Still, like, even, um... When he signed with the Kings... Was that last year or the year before? I was like, what, what's going on with this, too? Uh, he could have been had himself, uh... A ring, like a ring chase little thing. I think he kind of went to the Hawks for playing time. Yeah, could be that. Like, they're not, the they're not the last team, but he's still going to get a lot of tick. Yeah. You want to uh, stay on basketball and talk about the Syracuse coach? Oh, yeah, yeah, that accident that happened after that. Uh, who did they play that day? I don't, I don't remember. remember. Besides the point. Um, so, Jim Boheim, Syracuse head coach. Hit and run. On the freeway, not even run. I think he just, I think he just hit some guy on the freeway, and God rest his soul, killed a man. Uh, so was that on the freeway? Yeah, interstate, know. interstate, right? That's highway, right? Freeway. Kind of. Well, it's anyways, the guy's way. car was. Uh, right. So the guy's car was on the side of the road, broken down or whatever, flat tire or something like that, and uh, he was outside of his car. And Jim Boheim was driving and poof, allegedly hit the man. And killed him. And killed him. So Rest in peace. Rest in peace. 
And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Jim Boheim. I mean, they did the testing, sobriety test or whatever. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't under the influence. So I don't know what the... That's manslaughter, right? That would be manslaughter, you can right? Because it's murder. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know how that situation's gonna go, but prayers to that guy's family that uh was involved in the accident, and uh, hopefully uh the justice system does something right and uh, takes care of this situation in the right way, because I don't even I don't even have anything to say about it to be honest. Um. I feel like if the family doesn't want to press charges, I would just pay him off or I'd have someone pay him off. I'm not saying that's kind of how it's going to work, but I feel like they feel like he's impacted so many lives. And I don't think he has anything besides this on his record. It's his first charge. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be lenient. I think they're going to like 10 years probation. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's tough. We're going to have to just see how it plays out. Because you don't know. Pressure that Jimenez family. And uh, anyone who ever has a car on the tight on the freeway, if you're not at a good spot, keep driving on that flat until you get off the expressway. It's dangerous. Put them hazards on. Some people have put them hazards on. Some people have warrants. They can't be caught on the side. You never know. Just keep driving, and then like you want, like it's really dangerous to repair a car on the side of the road. Yeah, that's why. Uh, and there's gas stations right always off the yeah, expressway. For sure. Yeah. So be safe out there, man. Make sure you have the proper uh, tools and uh And make sure you have a jack car. in your car. Yeah, jack. Have some flares. Flares are great um, emergency situation essential. So, yeah, prayers to that family. And uh, hopefully that situation gets figured out and uh, justice is served in the right way. Do you think that he'll lose his job over this if he doesn't go to jail? Yes. If he doesn't go to jail? Uh, oh, if he doesn't go to jail. If he doesn't go to jail, I don't think he loses his job. He might step down, though. He might step down. I don't, but I don't think he's going to get fired by the university by any means. I think I, I think what you say, I don't think he's going to get fired from the university. I don't think that... Uh, I think he's kind of just going to go and try to coast it out, not really say much. Like, it's already all off the media when I just looked. They're all talking about this Robert Kraft. But I feel like his heart's at Syracuse. They want him there. If he can find a way to make it right with the family, I think they'll just give him some time. Mm. So we just found some news that uh, the car in front of Jim Boehm almost hit the guy and swerved out the way last second, which caused the incident. Hmm. And we also found out that Kyrie and KD are talking, which they think is about the Knicks. And they have video footage of that. Yeah, at the All-Star game. They were talking in the tunnel. Tunnel. Looks like they were talking about those, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, the wording is, but. So are the Knicks the only one with two max contracts? I believe the Nets are in there. And uh, there's another team that may be able to pull something. They'd have to get rid of someone. That's um, kind of something I would like to see. I don't know if I'd like to see it. The Clippers. Either. The Clippers. The Clippers? Yeah. Clippers. I love if they go over to L.A. there. That'd be crazy. Because wouldn't they have to play LeBron at, like a lot? Yeah. And the Warriors? In the same building, though. That's weird. That bitch would be so lit. Staple Center? 
Yeah. I can't believe that they still have the Lakers and the Clippers in the same arena. I think that's awesome. It's cool. Think about how much basketball, because it's only basketball, right? I've never been to Staples. Haven't you been there? Dude, they got the Kings there, too, I think. The LA Kings. Hockey. Oh, they might. Well, the Pistons used to have the Vipers at Art the Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Little Caesars got the Red Wings and Pistons, so. But, dude, I don't know. I mean, there's three big destinations for max contracts. It's the Nets, Knicks, and Clippers. Like, I think all AAA teams should do something like, you know how, like, the Oakland have, Raiders have, like, the same uh, football field they used to have and the baseball field? Yep. I've been there. It's trash. I think, like, (laughs) I think all the AAA teams should do that so they can bring, like, more leagues in. Yeah. But to get off the point, I would like to see Vince Carter if he plays one more year with KD and Kyrie. Oh. That would be sick. That'd be nice. What we didn't talk about is there's so many. He ain't gonna do much, though. He's 42. (laughs) Yeah, my but just to is, be there, yeah. I I always thought Vince Carter would go to the Pistons because that's like where all the like, it was like Detroit was like a retirement home for a couple of years in hockey and basketball. Like yeah, all the, we had like Mike Madonna come in hockey. We had retirement home. <laughs> yeah, man. We had uh, AI come when he was late. We had Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady. That's what I really want. Ben to Wallace say. came back. Chris Webber. Chris Webber. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got over that. Where. Uh, and it was like, players came here to die. Yeah. So now I want to ask you, mm. do you feel like the Pistons are trying to always rebuild that 0-4 team with just like a bunch of key players? Yes. And then explain the Blake Griffin and where do you want him to go now? So what they usually do, the protocol, like in that Joe Dumars era, from my eyes, is they were always trying to build a team by committee. Uh, not having like a superstar so, basically, that Blake Griffin trade, they wanted to bring a superstar in. I think that was a... And I um, think it changed the whole entire course of the franchise. I love Blake Griffin. But our market is not for one superstar. It's for a bunch of good players coming together and playing. That's how we. That's the only way we're going to win. Yeah. That's what I liked about the Pistons is no one really knew who everyone had their own little superstar. Yep. But um, I think Andre Drummond kind of changed the game with that. Yeah. Because what do you mean? In what in what aspect? Like he was the first superstar on our team. Yeah, he was. Where they were kind of like, yo, feed him, you do that, even when he was bad. Uh huh. But yeah, when we drafted him, they wanted him to be a superstar. They, want- they wanted to be Dwight Howard. They he's he good. Be- I I like Drummond, but he's. You know, he is what he is. His game is kind of... I feel like he's not aggressive in the paint. Yeah. yeah. Like, if he had that, that shack in him, it'd be over. Well, that's why... I should, yeah, and I feel like he should have got there because he had to grow up watching Shaq. Yeah. And you seven foot. Yeah. Seven foot. I mean, he's led the league in rebounds since... <laughs> what? He's been top three in rebounds up there with DeAndre Jordan for the past, like, what, three, four years? It's a yeah. good field goal percentage. <coughs> this is that I'd like to see, paint. but... Uh, fairly fairly good contributor on steals and blocks. He could put up, like, 15 a game. And he I has those like games he, where he does 20-20s. I feel like he, has, he misses a lot of his shots on the paint. Like, he I does. feel like he'll miss... A, like, it's the fadeaway out of the... Out of the um, <clears throat> excuse me. Out of the paint. Like, I feel like... He's out of the paint. And I feel like the paint's like where all big men should be good and comfortable at. Because mm-hmm. you just, it's basically like a driveway. 
Yeah. Crash boards, crash offensive boards, and throw it back up. That's all you can really do. So who do you really... we kind of seen some of the free agents. Who do you want to see go to the Pistons? Because there's a lot I didn't Ooh. even know about. We're not going to get any of the top ten guys. Which is cool with me. I'd even be good with some of the people in the 30s on this list. Yeah, that's top. Oh, shit. We even... I think we could get some if we trade. I feel like we're trading people, though. Like some... Yeah. I can't even tell. Like, after that trade deadline, like, the course of our franchise, I don't even know what's going to happen, bro. We got to watch the game tonight and see how they look with Don Maker and all those guys after the All-Star break, like, getting some practices in. They got 30 games left. They might be able to make a playoff run. I want to see a a good wing player, wing defender that could score. We need a wing. And, ah, uh, man. We need a point guard. I'm sorry. <laughs> we need a point guard, man. Can we get Derrick Rose, you think? We're going to have to pay him a little, a little extra. Because he's getting hot? Yeah. But he kind of likes the mid I don't want Derrick Rose, though. Really? I think we should go for a guy like Goran Dragic. I even go with Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe would be the ideal move. But how how are we gonna acquire Eric Bledsoe? Wait, go up on that. Is Eric Bledsoe unrestricted or restricted? Unrestricted. Oh, he's got Rich Paul as an agent though. He's gonna be demanding twenty twenty mil plus. Yeah, he's got fifteen this year. But how what's his clock looking like? He's balling on the best best team in basketball right now. I would like to see Julius Randle, too. He's only getting eight. Julius Randle would be an excellent pickup for any team. Any team. He's a baller. He's the youngest guy on there. Melvin Brogdon is a stud, too. He's restricted, though. They should keep... Bucks are going to keep him, for sure. I would want him, too. Melvin Brogdon is one of the best three-point shooters in the league by percentage right now. He only makes 1.5 a year. Sheesh. 1.5 mil, that's it. Well, he's still on his rookie contract. J.J. Reddick's unrestricted. We might be able to get him at a vet minimum. <laughs> Not even, bro. Not even. Rudy Gay, too, I'd like to see. I like Rudy Gay. I think that'd be huge. We need a wing player that could throw in some minutes. We need a guy that could score, a guy that could defend. He's a, he's just a two-way player. I like Queen House. Locker room guy, too. Like, you know when you play franchise and you pick a team and you just trade everyone to get some of your favorite players? What's that? You know when you play, like, uh, do a dynasty? Yeah, yeah, on 2K. And you just trade all your favorite players? Yep. I would do that. Yeah. That's probably how what we should do, though, is uh, you probably got 2K and we could do a dynasty and trade and see what the Pistons should do. I agree. <laughs> That's a good thing we should do. Go on there and see what the roster looking like, see what you could get for who... Because those are pretty, like... Blake and Andre, I want to see who they, people would think. Uh-huh. Who mm-hmm. do you think? Would you trade Blake or Drummond? Would I trade Blake or Drummond? Depends on what you get in return. And what you want to... What your vision is as a team. If there was something that was going to happen, it would have happened already. With Drummond. So Drummond's kind of stuck with us. Um, Unless they make a trade at the uh, draft. I don't think Blake Griffin's getting traded again. He says he wanted to start something here, but I feel like he's not happy. Yeah, that's just media. That's just PR. He don't want to be here for real. Let's be real. We should get Isaiah Thomas. 
I was thinking about that if he's only asking His hip million. is bad, though. Darren Collison, Jeff Teague are good at candidates, too. What do you think about... All better than... All those point guards on there are all better than Reggie Jackson. What do you think about Rozier or Valanciunas? Valanciunas is an excellent player. Player option next year. Rozier is going to demand some money. But he is... He's only made three million. He's a good player. He's got a lot of potential. A lot of those guys are going to get some huge paydays. I'd like to see what... Wes Matthews is good, too. I was going to say, I'd like to see him do something. He just signed with the Pacers. Jeremy Lamb is unrestricted? Yo, that's a baller right there. Career high in points this year. He's still young. Who, who's our shooting guard right now? Bruh, we don't have anybody at shooting guard besides Kennard and uh, Galloway, I think. Langston Galloway. Yeah, he's gone. He's over. Jabari Park is uh, out, too. I'd like to see him. I'd even honestly take Austin Rivers. Bro, I'd take anybody on that list compared to what we have now. <laughs> I ain't besides, about to lie to you, bro. Anyone besides Jeremy Lin? I'll take Jeremy Lin, bro. Fuck Jeremy Lin. <laughs> backup point guard? He could he could be the best point back, backup point guard in the league. Especially right now. He's on the Raptors now. See, that's what people don't understand. We need a point guard and it's a backup point though. guard. Yeah. I mean, I like Ish, but he's not... He's I think this is a good backup. This is a good backup for a backup. <laughs> what, what I seen him play last time when he played the Trailblazers, I felt like he was the fastest on the court. He is. And I really Very like quick, that. good at distributing the ball, making plays for other people, but his his offense is limited. He's a great playmaker, though. But I feel like in this day, like you don't need a point guard to score anymore. No, you need a facilitator, like a Rondo-type guy. Rondo in his prime, not Rondo now. The thing about that is when he gets so many touches, like if he sees something, like that's why a point guard got to start scoring now. Yeah, we just need a complete rebuild. Pistons need a complete rebuild. But they need to add some good players. I trade. I, trade. I don't even care. Like, I, I would rather pick up some guys like that than tank. People got to remember it's so cold in Detroit that at, players don't want to like be in this atmosphere. Facts. The only reason players come here is for the culture, the winning culture that was established in the past. 30 years. Yeah, and they liked watching like Grant Hill and whatnot. If it wasn't for, bro, if it wasn't for Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, Ben Wallace, Chauncey Billups, Benny Johnson, Bill Lambeer, Dennis Rodman, if it wasn't for the bad boys and the 04 Pistons, nobody would want to be on the Pistons. So the Pistons. We'd be at bottom of the barrel NBA franchise if it wasn't for all those guys, man. Who was your favorite Piston growing up? Rip Hamilton. Really? There was times when he was mine. At first, it was Ben Wallace for sure. Yeah, Ben Wallace for sure. Everybody should love Ben Wallace and Chauncey. But I think, like, overall, Rip Hamilton was my favorite guy. Just because I used to, like, watch him, watch him play. Like, he'd come off the screen and he'd hit that mid-range shot. He was the quickest off the screen, move around on the court, hit the mid-range, automatic from mid-range. Then he had that time where he was, like, extending out to the three-pointer in the corner. That was really good. And he was hot there, too. And it was, like, a little over from the corner. And he went up against Kobe in the 4 Finals, man, and just fucking scored all over him, dude. He dropped 30, 30 in like two games or something in that Finals. So I believe that. But there's a uh, a thing where uh, they were going to trade Rip for Kobe at one point. Yeah, I know. That's how good he was. And, like, they have a friendship, too. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, the media broke, because Kobe broke it, uh, the story, after he retired. But it was basically, he was like, yo, the deal is done. It was done. That would have changed the course of our franchise forever. But who do we're gonna trade a lot, weren't we? 
It was Rip and some picks, literally. I don't even think it was anybody else. It might have been Ben Wallace, too. Mm-mm. Nobody else was involved. I'm pretty sure. And this was in 07. And, all right, and it was Tayshawn Prince. Ah. Oh. I'm actually glad we didn't do that. Tayshawn was my favorite player, though. Before I say anything, uh, he could just do a lot. He could be a big. He could be a shooting He could shoot. He could rebound. He was really versatile. Versatile. He was like one of the first like lengthy players. And I was lengthy, so Lengthspan. I really liked yeah. him. But um, if he Kobe had the KD got... body before. You know? Yes, you're, you're totally right. But imagine if you got to see Kobe and Le- LeBron play all the time. Yeah, and he was the thing that is underrated about Tayshawn Prince that you didn't mention. Is bro, he guard your best player. Mm-hmm. He guarded Kobe in the finals. Yeah, he guard your best player. He's a two-way player, man. I mean, he's got one of the best plays in Detroit sports history, dude. That block on Reggie Miller. Yes, and people don't talk about... The Eastern Conference Finals? What? And the Eastern Conference Finals, but what what do people don't talk about? They don't talk about his... uh, That he was on Team USA ever, and -hmm. they don't talk about how the Pistons had the Lakers to 60 points, or 66. Yeah, and that was like arguably the first super team. (laughs) And they had Kobe and Shaq? Make that debate. Yeah, Kobe, Shaq, Carl Malone at the <laughs> tail end of his career, Gary Payton, Derek Fisher. And they had another legend, too. Rick right. Fox was on it. Horace Grant, Rick Fox. Horace Grant was the one Brian I was Cook, Gennaro Pargo, Kareem Rush. Luke Brian Walton. Russell. Luke Walton was a rookie. Luke Walton. I'm glad we beat them. In, the, in that era of the game, that, that team was nuts. We were the underdogs in that. I'm Speaking pretty sure they thought we were going to get swept. How do you feel about the Pistons being an AC here now? I think it'd be cool if we make the playoffs. I'd definitely go to a playoff game at home this year. It'd be cool. Yeah, it's kind of close for that. Like, I mean, the East is so weak with the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cavs, the Knicks. Somehow yeah, that the, bottom half is really bad. Knicks, Cavs, Bulls, Hawks. The Cavs, I don't know how they have like the top like 10 payroll and they suck. Bro, they also got a lot, a lot of picks this year. Really? They made some like little like small moves. They got rid of some guys and acquired some picks. I don't know. Back about the Pistons though. If they have to play the Bucks the first thing, I really don't want to see that. No. We get destroyed. Or the Raptors. That'd be cool to see the Raptors though, Dwayne Casey go against his old team. Do you think we could ever get into the six seed? Only if the Nets fall off a little bit. Listen. The Nets gotta lose some games. We gotta lose some Hornets we we for sure could take the seventh seed. But I the wanna, Nets got to lose some games. I want to see the Nets lose some games when we played uh, victorless Pacers. Yeah. Pacers should drop in those standings. I think they're going to go like four or five by the end of the season. Yeah, so we probably won't play them at 30. I think the Sixers yeah. and Celtics are shifting up. Definitely. They should. The, on yeah, paper. Brad Stevens is going to get them high. He's not going to have no fifth seed. And that's one player I really want to see in the playoffs is Kyrie. Antetokounmpo, he hasn't proven me nothing in the playoffs yet. Like, he went, kind of did his thing last year, but he hasn't take over like I think he can. The West is going to be so fun to watch. Yeah. The Western Conference, I don't know. I mean, the the Lakers at 10 is really kind of sickening. Because they're only a couple of seats behind the Mavericks and the uh, Timberwolves, and I think they could do better. And AD, even at the 13th seed, he was even like balling when he came back. He's definitely playing like he got signed to prove. 
Like, oh, you don't want to trade me? I'm gonna make up what I make it what I got here. Yeah. And Drew Holiday, he was really like I playing love Drew. hard. He was playing hard when Anthony Davis came back. Drew Holiday is so underrated. You know that they're probably gonna like. I think they're gonna end up trading him. At some point. I don't know. He said the reason he went to New Orleans is because of AD. So I feel like at the end of the season, he's like, yo, AD was about to leave. Why am I staying? Yeah. He's got a nice contract, too. <laughs> yeah, he does have a nice contract, too. Bro, bro is making like 20-something million right now. <laughs> he might as well stay there because I don't know anyone else is going to pay him that. Yeah. He might get traded somewhere. You think He's he- underrated as a point guard. You think Brandon AD would show a better man in Lil Wayne? <laughs> no. Would you if you lived in New Orleans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I'd be chilling with the whole cash money gang. You know what I found out You're that right. I didn't that I didn't know before? Is that um there's a family, a New Orleans family, like a uh, rich family that owns the Saints. Mm-hmm. The same owners of the Saints own the Pelicans too. I didn't know that until just recently after the like AD trade and uh, uh talks and uh that firing of their uh, GM. We got to look more into what how, what owners can really do. Yeah. Because I want to. Well, know. they just provide the money. Cause you know to how they franchise, and then they got their. And then they got all the rights. Yeah. So like with the Jacksonville, can they just go and run to uh, Europe or wherever he wants? I think so. So. Bro, I think that's gonna be such a disadvantage. I mean, such an advantage for them. Cause you gotta fly. You're gonna have jet lag. Mm-hmm. Well, you could have you just took a twelve hour flight to play us, and then yeah. you got to get used to our culture for like a day. You're mm-hmm. gonna come here and get looked at as rock stars, but mm-hmm. I honestly don't get why Toronto hasn't had a, a NFL team yet, because you could get there from Buffalo and Detroit real easy. Yeah, it's just a different country. That's why I don't even know how that came about with uh, the Raptors. They used to have the Grizzlies too. Remember Vancouver? Yeah, Vancouver Grizzlies. So, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. It's not new-new. It's just and that, NHL, like, it's... NHL and MLB have Canadian teams. Because it's so... Like, we're so, like... We're allies with them. We're so cool. If Mexico had the money, they do it, too, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's weird. The NFL doesn't have a... Because uh... people don't get... Like, it's so much money getting brought in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you live, like, in Toronto, like... If you want to see a professional game, that's where you got to go to. Mm-hmm. If you're in Canada, that's the closest one, unless you go, like, down the border. Windsor Wildcats. That's what we're going to name the team. Windsor Wildcats. <laughs> I'm talking shit. There ain't going to be a team in Windsor. <laughs> there ain't going to be a team in Windsor. <laughs> what? 